worth it with me, yo We don't have to fight Stay for a cup of coffee now And it'll be alright You're listening to Catholic Coffee on the Morning Courtesy of Anchor It's free and easy to use If you want to be like us, just use Anchor Good Good morning, everybody. Welcome to season two of Catholic Coffee in the Morning. As always, we are back. We're back for the semester. (laughs) As always. As always. Every time we're back. Yeah, you know, the years start coming and they don't stop going. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, So, Jake Lathwell, what are you drinking on these New Year's? Way to start off season two, first name, last name. Start off strong, you know? Drop your social security number, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all, they all know Lathwell. Oh, I was like, they all know his <laughs> They all know. <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. They already well, know I'm drinking dress. freshly brewed coffee by another, none other than Margaret Moran. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, all right, guess everyone's it, first name, last name, today. <laughs> Um, I got some peppermint patty, um, creamer. It's from peppermint the mocha. Peppermint patty, but it's from the peppermint patty. It is from the peppermint mm-hmm. patty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delivered and, by uh, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone Peter was involved today. <laughs> <laughs> and for my mug, I have a Washington Capitals mug that I got Ooh, for Christmas. Yeah. So, yes. That might spark some controversy with mm-hmm. some of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I will popcorn pita. Uh, yeah, I've got the same, uh, coffee. <laughs> the same coffee. The same no one knows what it is. Creamer. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's like freshly brewed. It's Starbucks uh, Dark Roast. Starbucks there we go. Dark Roast. There That's we go. what it is. Oh, okay. And, uh, I've got it in a Boyd's Bear Country mug. Ooh. So not wrong with fancy here. And I had some, uh, chocolate chip waffles. So mm. We've got Olivia here today. Oh, new member. Hello, everyone. I am drinking the same coffee as everybody else at the table <laughs> <laughs> with the same creamer um, out of a presidential mug today. Mm. So, and I'm going to popcorn Zach Lapwell. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am also drinking um, the pot of coffee, <laughs> as all we all are, you know. But the difference with mine is it is just completely flooded with creamer. <laughs> so you're it's, drinking creamer with a little bit of coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like so um, I, I think I'll go through this whole thing before I wake up. I think that's how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm also eat, eating these um, Eggo um, chocolate chip waffles. What, what mug are you drinking out of? Oh, my, my, um, my now iconic Black Dog coffee mug. It, it's, it's the best mug ever. And I'm so glad and honored to have this thing. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <Solid>. <laughs> what about you, Peppa? Oh, so I'm I'm spicing it up a little bit. I got the hot chocolate. Ooh, Ooh it's in a white hot mug chocolate with blue writing that I cannot read. Uh, <laughs> inaugural address. Whatever that is. So yeah, that's, you don't that's know the what... fuck I'm drinking out of. Were you about to say you don't know what the inaugural address oh. is? <laughs> What is it, Zach? What's the inaugural address? Presidential thing. Where you're you're inaugurated and you give a speech. It's his Uh first um, speech after he is inaugurated. Yeah. Mm. Put it sworn into office. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, Maggie. Thank Mm. you. Um, I'm drinking 
the same coffee. Oh, wow. <laughs> with wow. the same creamer. I was going to go for the French vanilla, but no one opened it, so I felt weird opening it. So we're drinking peppermint mocha. Yeah. And I'm drinking out of a mug I also got We're for feeling Christmas. festive today. Mm-hmm. It says, enjoy the journey. Mm. And we are. And, you know, I think, we you know, think we're going to enjoy the journey of season two on this podcast. It might be rough, but I hope you stick with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, yesterday was our first time splitting Bible studies. Oh, yes. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Zach and Jake led the men, and I led the women. Yeah. But ours we led was, the same Bible study. Ours was m- mainly focused on cheeseburgers and <laughs> all that, which right? which is a strange topic to go to when you're talking about identity and all mm-hmm. that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We you... stuck with the identity. We got kind of sidetracked at, per usual, yeah. you know? <laughs> per the course. <laughs> Or part of the course. Part of the course. Part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mix, mixing up uh, analogies there. I like how you're cutting your waffle with your fork when I gave you <laughs> Well, you see, the knife doubles as a um, coffee stirrer. And I don't want to taste coffee waffles. So mm. I just, just drink your coffee while you're eating your waffles. <laughs> no it mix all up. mixes together anyways. Anyways, so what did yeah, the what girls did we talk slide? about? What did we talk about? I'm it? throwing it to you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, we've stuck to the topic. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Someone You're right. What the topic Let's is. go to Olivia first as she is our guest today. Oh, um, well, we talked about um, the covenants uh, in Genesis um, made by um, God with like, mm-hmm. Abraham and with Adam and Eve. Um, and we talked a lot about identity mm-hmm. as daughters and sons of Christ. Um, Oh, yeah, some pretty juicy and More like where we get our identity yeah. from, right? Yeah. Like, we, um, a big thing it. about um, what we went over was usually when you root your um, identity in something like Jake said, uh, a student. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you think of yourself as a student, as soon as you graduate from school and go into the workforce, that identity kind of fades away. <laughs> and then you're left thinking, okay. Well, now that I'm not a student, what am I? Right. And that's the perpetual question that, you know, a lot of people ask themselves. So, um, the Bible study that we are doing for the next couple weeks is called Salvation History. And Mm. it is mainly going to be all about the covenants that God made with Old Testament figures. Mm -hmm. And how they are fulfilled in the New Covenant, which is Jesus. So, yesterday's was Adam... Mm-hmm. And um, the covenant is the the Sabbath was the symbol mm-hmm. um, because he the 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 word seven and the word covenant, covenant have the same Hebraic root. Ooh, I'm pretty sure Hebraic is a word Hebrew. <laughs> so, um, so they both mean the same thing. So, as when God rested on the seventh day, He was making a covenant with us. Yeah. Um, and basically it was like he was we it was to give us a chance to like spend time with him. So that's why we have the Sabbath, which is why we rest on the seventh day, we rest on Sunday, which that's actually our first day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we rest on Sunday and it's the Lord's Day. So mm-hmm. yes. What are your thoughts on the Sabbath, um, Peter? Um, well just as- get hit me with it. <laughs> I'm a random person, walk up, hey, Peter. What's the deal with Sabbath? <laughs> you know, you Catholics, 
um, <laughs> uh, real, really, um, <laughs> real, really love your Sundays, right? What, what's it all about? Uh, well, as Maggie was saying, it's the Lord's Day, um, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it's a day that God did set aside for us to rest. You mm -hmm. know? So it's important to avoid unnecessary work um, and things like that. Um, you know, it, it, it's not really a day you should go throughout the week and you like put things off. You're like, oh, OK, I'll do this mm -hmm. on the weekend. And then you end up doing all this stuff on Sunday. You don't really end up getting that day of rest. Mm. You really got to, you know. You got to have that day to just kind of recoup, you know, mm -hmm. take some time to just think and just be without like doing constantly. Mm -hmm. um, things can kind of fall apart a bit in that way. But um, one of the things I was thinking about a bit last night at Bible study was um, how, in a way, it also kind of is celebrating like, you know, God has um, mm. created everything for us and had this seventh day and you know, in that rest, it's like, you kind of like sit back you're like, dang, look at all that like, good work mm -hmm. that went through that week. And, um, just, just like kind of taking it all in too. Mm -hmm. Um, so like we should kind of do the same in, you know, we go through our work week, whatever mm -hmm. we're doing, um, you know, keep busy in that, but then, you know, take that step back and just kind of like take a look at it all, um, and take it in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Kobe <laughs> made a really good point last uh, night. Um, mm -hmm. He was saying, like, God's pretty much inviting you over to his house for the day. Mm -hmm. And he's been knocking at your door all week and something. And he's like, dude, come over to my house for the day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. The church? Can, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you spend time with God in his mm -hmm. actual presence in the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. And that's so cool. And you just get to reflect on your week and, like, where mm -hmm. you're at. And you can ask God for help or say thank you for whatever happened during that week. But... I mean, you don't really have to just go to Mass on Sunday, even mm -hmm. though it's important, but it's just kind of like a part set a t uh, time set apart yep. that you can go to Mass. Mm -hmm. But daily Mass would highly recommend. Mm. Amen. Mm. I personally think of Sundays as... Sorry, Zach. I no, <laughs> I, I said there you go. Oh, um, I personally think of Sundays as a day to like put down the distractions because mm -hmm. um, throughout the week, I definitely find myself listening and kind of caving into all the noise that is mm -hmm. like technology and, mm -hmm. and all the uh, everything I have to do all the time, every day. Um, and I feel like Sunday is the one day a week that I can that I can put down my phone and actually like celebrate the thing that made the person that made my phone. Like, it's like, mm -hmm. I have to like, you know, I, I set a time, I set, um, set aside time to, um, really just put down everything that's been like distracting me, um, and really just focus on the bigger picture, you know? Yeah. Okay. Going off that, I was thinking last night, it's like, if you sit there and think about it, it's like during the work week, how often do you actually think about God or like pray? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, usually and, we're distracted. Yeah. It's like always distracted for me. It's like either school or work or, you know, Instagram. It, it's kind of, you know, um, one of these days I'll get rid of it. Um, or, you know, any number of things, but it's like when, when Sunday hits, like just having that day designated, like, you know, having the Sabbath, it's like, like Olivia said, you know, I can just put that stuff aside and focus on God. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's real cool. And I want to make a point too on like the intentionality of that. It's, it mm -hmm. really, I think shouldn't be almost a passive like day of rest. Like throughout the week, you should be 
planning on that day mm-hmm. to be set aside mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that rest, you know, because otherwise, I mean, we know how that goes. Like, you're you know, like, oh, it's not a very special yeah, day. You yeah. know, I could, I could move that over there. Right. Really. Yeah. And if you're, if you're not specifically setting that time aside mm-hmm. for rest, then it's all too easy to say, oh, okay, this is just, you know, extra time that I don't have plans. Like you have mm-hmm. to plan on that being no yeah. know, rest time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's like God went through creation and wasn't like, oh, I finished early. I'll let me oh. just have this day. <laughs> Good he, thing, man. He was wow. like, actually, I'm going to create this on this That's day, this on this butt. day, this on this day, so that there is a day to rest. Um, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think our, our God is a God of intentionality, and he lives mm-hmm. in the present moment, and he's inviting us to live in the present moment mm-hmm. um, with him. And so it's not that he isn't present in the past and in the future, because obviously... He is. Um, he's omnipotent, omnipresent. I was like, mm. that's the wrong one. Um, mm. But he's present with us, but he wants us to live in the present moment because mm. I think too often we live either backwards thinking or forwards thinking mm-hmm. um, of just like, man, I could have done this better. This could have gone a different way, which isn't helpful because you can't change the past. And it's also, you can only plan so much. And things always change. We talked about that yesterday up yeah. to, um, with the girls because... We did not talk about that. <laughs> we just talked about, like, how... when Because one of the questions was, like, how does your view of God... Like, how has it changed? And I, I was saying, for me personally, like, I always kind of think that I view God as a father figure. But the way that I am changes... God doesn't change, but the way that I am changes. So then mm-hmm. there are times where I'm like, oh, like God is my father and we have a really good relationship. Things are going really well right now. Um, and then I get upset because mm-hmm. something doesn't go the way that I want it to go. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, what the heck, God? And then yeah, I'm just I... like a teenager, but he's still my dad. So like, that's the thing that I think that it boiled down to was like, oh, actually my view of God doesn't super change, but the view, the, the way that I am changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... God is never changing and he's always present there and he just is inviting me to like trust him more and be more patient with myself and with him as well because <laughs> he has a plan but it's just me who has to wait. He's like peeling back the layers. Come on, where are you? <laughs> like an onion. You're yes. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Where That's is just... it? Where is it? Huh? Shrek. Somewhere around here. Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, how many of these layers do I need to go through? <laughs> Yeah, but I, th- I think off of that, like what um, what Peppa was saying, like social media and all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think social media kind of like makes us forget about the present moment in a way. You know, it's just like you're mind-numbingly scrolling, and sometimes you just forget you're even living in the now, mm-hmm. and you forget like um, prayers or like e- even jobs and work you need to do because I knew no like at least during finals last year um I got so distracted with it I was like I need to delete it because you get so distracted by it because it's such an easy like escape for people from like the realities of the world and like oh man I just lost my job Uh, let me scroll through this a bunch of times and I'll get back to it later and it's more of a it's kind of like, I think people use it as like a pause note on yeah. reality. Right. <laughs> it's also, I was, I like stopped using social media for a while because I was feeling resentment for my state in life. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't like where I was, but 
every single time opening up social media and seeing not that I'm not happy for these people, but seeing someone was either engaged, married, or pregnant. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's everyone else is at a different stage of life than me. And I was like, and I was like, it's not that I don't like where I'm at, but I just, I want to be there too. And so then it was just, I was then getting bitter because I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. Why can't I have these things? And then I was like, actually, there's a reason I don't have these things right now. <laughs> God doesn't want me to have those things right now because I'm not ready to be those things right now. <laughs> so it was just, yeah, it's like we are constantly seeing what other people have and wanting it. And that's not what is supposed to be happening. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of uh, our in our goes into the identity mm-hmm. question too, where like mm-hmm. our identity on social media becomes like a catch-22 of like right. uh, I need to achieve that I need to be that person I need to reach that level mm-hmm. and if I don't like my identity is worthless and I I don't have what it takes and I'm not yeah. I'm not the person I should be it's like hey Andrew's going squirrel jumping well why aren't I squirrel yeah jumping? I should be squirrel jumping and then you see him like <laughs> break his arm when he like then you're but like, it doesn't oh. show that. <laughs> yeah, they don't show that yeah, part. That, that was the point that I was going to make, is that people on social media, like anyone on social media, only show people what they want to show. So it's like we learn by, you know, randomly scrolling or by being on social media, the the um, depths of comparison to other people. Mm-hmm. We learn how to compare ourselves mm-hmm. to what they present themselves mm-hmm. as and not who through they actually are so, through yeah. that tiny little window of what, you know, they want to show everyone else. Yeah. So not only, you know, not only can it create a lot of identity confusion because we try to be something mm-hmm. that other people show themselves as, not even as who they are. Um, so it can create a lot of like confusion and, and you know, resentment to, to your current state in life. And that's not something mm-hmm. that I would want. It's like looking at the trees and missing the forest. Right. Like you don't see the whole, the whole combination of all the little moments in their mm-hmm. life. Like even even the happiest looking person on social media has their downs in life oh, yeah. and all that. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we forget that. Yeah. Right. Um, Go ahead. Well, I mean, with all these things like social media and just everything through life, you know, you're a student, you're not a student, you're mm-hmm. an athlete, you're not an athlete. And then, like, they're going through the motions of life, and it is confusing. It's like, who the heck am I? So, like, the question is, who are we? Mm-hmm. You know, what's our actual <coughs> identity? Most true and fundamental identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that we're children of God. You know, mm-hmm. we're created by God in his image and likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you take that step back and get the whole picture, you know, it's not, you know, all right, I'm going to, you know, go through this career in life and like that, that's who I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. No, you were born essentially to get to heaven, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so that's what you, you got to focus on. You know, you got to remember God all the time, you know, and that's going to be that consistent factor and that purpose and that's you know never going to change um so it really gives you that mm. end goal that's always there that you always got to work towards mm-hmm. um and it, and it just clears up so much mm-hmm. you know confusion if that's what your real first focus is mm-hmm. it's like a permanent little foothold like you know you're not going to lose grip if you hold on yeah. to that mm-hmm. but if you if you're holding on to there's, like, the there's things a bottom the floor to the pit yeah. yeah and like that's the problem with like the comparison thing like Everyone's been entrusted with different stuff. Yeah. And, like, if you're comparing yourself to this person, well, 
that's not really your responsible responsibility. You're responsible for what you've been entrusted to. Mm -hmm. And if you do your best with that, <clears throat> you can't really go wrong because you're doing what God has entrusted you with. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like Adam was entrusted to watch over the garden and his wife, and he didn't really do that. <laughs> and he was like, it, it didn't end up very well for him. So you just, you got to do the best with what you're entrusted to and not compare yourselves to others who have been entrusted with different things. Yeah, and if you want to talk about, like, purpose, too, in that, it's like, that's such a cool thought to think that, no, you're not supposed to be like everyone else. You're meant to be you because mm -hmm. there are things that you're meant to do in life that no one, that else, no one else can do. Yeah. It's like your tasks yeah. um, that God has put in your life. So, like, again, keeping that big picture perspective, mm -hmm. like, what's the real goal here? Um, that should help figure out what those tasks are in your own life, you know? Yeah. And that way you're not, like, hyper-focused on, like, trying to carry like everything in the world because you're like oh this person's doing this well i can do that too and i need to do this and i need to fix this and i need to fix that and like trying to take on all these responsibilities and all these things sometimes we get lost in those and mm -hmm. swamp down where we need to like take a step back and be like <clears throat> where am i supposed to be focusing all my energies because like um, we can sometimes get distracted and put our energies towards something we're not supposed to. And then that kind of lessens what we're supposed to be doing, you know? And then that kind of comes crumbling down and we're like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, you said I was supposed to do this. And he was like, yeah, you're supposed to be focused on it. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't say it like yeah. that. <laughs> He's a loving I, I might be uh, paraphrasing. Yeah, just slightly. <laughs> just slightly. In, in, in other words. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is crazy because these are a lot of the questions that I brought up this past weekend when leading. Um, I led a discernment retreat at the camp that I work at. Um, and so a lot of these questions were ones that I had uh, my counselors think about was, who am I? Who am I meant to be? Where am I meant to be vocationally? How can working at camp help me with that? Mm -hmm. um, so all these questions, like I had them think about, does God want me here this summer? Mm -hmm. Does he want me to serve? What are my gifts? Um, and so like all these things were things we were talking about together. And it was a very fruitful conversation just hearing how people view themselves and what they feel like God is calling them to do because um, essentially like, yeah, we're all sons and daughters of God and we're all made with unique gifts. And there's, I can't remember who says it, but we were made for such a time as this. Um, that is mm -hmm. just so beautiful. Like there's a reason that all of us are sitting around here because yeah. we were created just to be here in this moment. Um, and Kaylina was, wooden table. Yeah, Kaylina was <laughs> saying yesterday, like, man, it's just crazy that sometimes I'm just sitting there and I realize that um, I am only here for a split second, but God is eternity and he is He is heaven, he is goodness, mm. and he is going to be here forever, but I'm just here for it. You're like a long you time. Like, yeah, and so like, it's just so cool that God intentionally created all of us and then intentionally wanted all of us to be around this table so that we could talk to you guys yeah. on this podcast. Mm. Like you're welcome. We <laughs> we have we were just put in a certain spot to like have the gifts to even think about doing this podcast to then come together and talk yeah. about it to then share it with other people. Mm. And that's something so unique that like 
there's a reason not everyone's doing this. Yeah. It's because he has possessed each of us with the certain gifts to do this. Just as he's possessed you guys with the certain gifts to like be on campus or be in the workplace and mm-hmm. be ministering to the people that you encounter every day. Because I can't go out and minister to everyone at Peter's job mm. because I don't know these people and I can't yeah. go out and minister to, I don't know, your psych classes yeah. and like, cause I, I mean like you guys have a better perspective there because you know the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like every single person is called to ministry. Um, we're called to minister to everyone that we encounter by shining christ through us um one of my friends from this weekend said that like a big part of working at camp which it's also a big part of working in life Mm -hmm. is that you become so emptied because you're pouring yourself out that you're actually then being filled with christ to pour out christ to other people so Mm -hmm. you're just so tired and like everything's happening um but you're actually just pouring out christ to everybody and that's the way that we should be living our lives in general is Mm -hmm. that we are becoming so empty because we're not thinking of ourselves anymore, but we're thinking about the people that we are mm. loving and that we are serving, um, that we then are filled with Christ in order to pour out Christ. And that reminds me of like what we were talking about last semester, uh, last season, if Ooh, you will. <laughs> of the like crux. the thing with the monstrance with like, if I'm sitting in front of Jesus, then like you can see, wait, wasn't it? Like you can see him pouring like out. The light. Yeah, the light. Like, yeah, like a mirror. He's like, yeah. Pew! So, <laughs> right. You make that noise. Just like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Be like, I got, I got you, you know. That sounded like a lightsaber. Oh, what was I was going to say, that sounded like uh, that Black Eyed Peas song, Pump It. <laughs> the, very, the very beginning of Pump It. It was like... Ah, yes. Going to Black Eyed Peas again. Once again, we go into the... What do you mean, once again? <laughs> I think that was the first time I've ever mentioned Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I don't think Black Eyed Peas has ever come up. No, that Shoot, that might just be the closing hymn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for our recessional hymn, uh, please turn your. <laughs> to pump it loud. To pump it. Sorry. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I digress. We all digress, I <laughs> But, yeah. As Margaret was saying, we should aim to be that mirror, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to reflect it mm-hmm. so that other people can see the the light, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, yeah. You want oh, to uh, I was just thinking about, like, what we were talking about last night. God, or uh, Eve's response to, like, God, like, mm-hmm. um, being, like, restrictive and, mm-hmm. like, kind of being like a restrictive like why did he give me this yeah, command he's like, like he's why, just why, is, yeah, why, on, why is he putting me on a yeah. leash here like you know but you know you can't have love unless you have freedom and yeah. god gave eve like a free choice mm-hmm. to either choose him or choose the world so by creating that choice he's giving them freedom so he's not necessarily their slave. He's anymore. not like, love yeah. me. He's like, right. please love me. Yeah, he's like, he's given, he's given us a choice. Yeah. But yeah, and that, that just makes me think of the commands. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, well, the commands are like, 
just kind of like this restrictive, you can't do this, you can't yeah. do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Well, mm. by like choosing to follow the commandments, mm-hmm. we're loving God because we're freely choosing to God over the world mm-hmm. because yeah. the commands are there for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. just like the tree was there for a reason. He was like, mm-hmm. you can choose me mm-hmm. or you can choose the world, yeah. you know? So yeah, when people say, oh, the, the Catholic church is just like a bunch of rules that mm. restrict people. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I like to think of it as like heavy suggestions. It's like you, you like you don't have to go to mass on Sundays. You don't have to go. You, you can kill someone if you, if you so choose. But, but, but you shouldn't. Uh, please but, don't. Please but you don't. Shouldn't. But you shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't. It's right. a free choice that we have, and it's like you know, it's like the the command. The commands are kind of saying like you know, why, it this doesn't make sense, bad. why wouldn't you? Like, right. why, why wouldn't you go to Mass on Sunday? It just betters your soul, and it right. betters mm-hmm. your, you know, you, it brings you closer yeah. to God. He's like, here's um, what'll help you, so, and here's yeah, what yeah. won't, and so you're you like... To, you don't have to listen to it, but right. it's like, the commands are saying, like, well, you kind of should, because it doesn't make sense not to. Right. You're mm. just bettering yourself through listening to what, you know, God wants for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. God is not a puppet master. That's mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing to like think about. Is God does not just go around being like, oh, let me move, oh, let me you move here. his arm like this, let me, let me wave his hand. Right. Yeah. Uh, because then right. we wouldn't be actually oh, living. I'll be like, oh, oh, he's oh, moving again. <laughs> um, <laughs> we wouldn't be actually living. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, like, is it? Do I have a moral obligation to go to mass? Yes, but it's mm-hmm. like. I also have the free will to not go, mm-hmm. but then I would be committing a mortal sin. So it's yeah. like, oh, do I want to live a sinful life or do I not want to? And God has kind of plainly said, this is what you should do mm-hmm. if you'd like to go to heaven. And be like, oh, okay, like okay. what's my goal for my life? It's like, mm-hmm. well, I'd like to get to heaven <laughs> and bring as many people with me. Yeah. So it's like, so I'm going to choose not to go to Mass mm-hmm. on Sunday. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, that makes <laughs> that doesn't sense. make any yeah. sense. It's like, if I'm truly living my life oriented towards this goal, then I want to do as much as I can to achieve, like, that, goal. achieve that goal, which mm-hmm. is, oh, let me frequent the sacraments. Because um, if I'm filled with Jesus more often, then I will be pouring out Jesus more often and I'll be more like Jesus more often. So it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Um or I could just go and rob the bank. Yeah. <laughs> so be like, it, oh. it's, it's like, okay, your goal is to make cheese. Oh, first I'll buy some soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. <laughs> it's like, You're like, no, dude, dude. Focus. And I think that dude. it's just... Soda does not make cheese. It could be seen as restrictive. But I just, I don't personally see it that way. Because it's, we have these these rules, if you will. Like, in place, these precepts, mm-hmm. these commandments. Um but there's so much freedom in those. It's like, mm-hmm. I have the freedom to choose those, but why would I ever choose the other thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I do choose the other thing sometimes, yeah. but <laughs> that's because I'm a sinner. Mm. <laughs> so are we all. Mm. So are so, so are we all. So are we all. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the way I said that, I was like, so are we all. <laughs> My word. We out in the... We out in the... I do solemnly We out in wet Virginia. Yeah, there's regular old Virginia, and then, and then there's, there's wet, wet Virginia. <laughs> As it is. Peter? Um, well, I just was thinking about the kind of covenant aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not familiar with 
what a covenant is, um, there, there's kind of a couple ways they can be done. But one would be kind of just a free gift kind of promise. You know, it's like, this is freely given. There's like no conditions mm-hmm. kind of thing. But then um, there's also ones where it's also a promise, but there's kind of conditions to it. It's like, it, you, you know, I will, you know, give you this or do this, but you have to do this for it to, you know, be fulfilled mm. um, and kept. Um, so, you know, sometimes both parties have something to do and sometimes only one side does, but, um, you know, with like the Ten Commandments, you know, that's like a covenant, you know, and so that's, that's um, kind of our end of the deal, you know, it's like mm-hmm. we got to follow the Ten Commandments to receive God's promise, you know. Um, so, it, yeah, it's, you know, they are rules, but um, it's really a path, a guide to getting something that's like really awesome and really great, um, a gift, you know, and again, tying it back to what Jake was saying about, you know, you can't have like free will if you don't have choices. So having those rules, having the choice to pick between following that or not, it's Mm -hmm. like, you can have this great thing or you can choose not to, but it's your choice. Here's, here's what you get to choose between, you know? Mm. Um, so it, it's not, yeah, it's not really like meant to lock you up in a jail cell or, you know, tie up tight, ball, ball and chain to your foot or like that, you know, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just giving you those choices so that you can actually be free to choose and mm-hmm. choose to love God. Yeah. You got a good point there. I think, um, the devil uses that a lot, like freedom, like the idea of freedom to like cap like get a lot of people to to lose themselves to like the world like um for the abortion argument like they they call it freedom and a a, they're making the right choice by like choosing to you know destroy a life which is like it's it's a tragic choice that you know i I don't know how we got to this point but Mm -hmm. here we are yeah and in, the devil always says, like, in his arguments for abortion and all that, he's like, you, you choose bad because in choosing bad, you ha- you're you exercising your freedom, which is mm. not correct. Right. Like, you, it, freedom isn't choosing the bad. It's being given the choice. And for true freedom, uh, I think, I, think it, I don't know when it is, but I think they changed the definition of freedom because... Freedom used to um, mean the the ability to choose what you ought, mm-hmm. and um, for somehow yeah. that uh, that got scrambled around, and it became like the freedom to do whatever, which it isn't. Like if mm. like in their definition of true freedom, you can kill someone one day or someone not one day, and there would be no rules, mm-hmm. and then it would just be utter chaos, mm-hmm. and you know, societies. And people aren't meant to function on that right. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. that's a that's interesting. The the what was the word you said? The the freedom to choose what you ought. Yeah, mm. that's mm-hmm. good. Well, and yeah, I mean, if you're imagining a world that's true, you know, free by that free by that definition, definition yeah. in a way, you know, um, with all the chaos, you know, if it was that chaotic, where 
it was completely lawless and no rules. Nobody would everyone, be free. Nobody mm-hmm. would be free. Right. Would everyone be, would be, be like a slave, right. to, a slave to all to their the lesser, yeah. right. all their lesser desires because, like, yeah. as humans, we have those base desires which drive us to do like terrible, terrible things, right. like um, hunger yeah. or like stuff like that can lead to like theft or like murder or any right. number of right. th- things like yeah. that. So, well, yeah, like. Because I think a lot of people also view Catholicism as, like, it's just another... Like, we do a lot of sacrificing, um, particularly in Lent. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are Upcoming. like, why would you do that? Yeah, it's but it's up. like not giving in to those desires. Yeah. It's like, I am, I'm, like, 100% trying to, like, placate these, like, bodily There's, desires. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I don't eat meat on Fridays because meat is good and like yeah. we are supposed to be eating meat um but it's like i'm actually gonna deny myself that exercise your will yeah, yeah. and so it's like i actually have uh, yeah it's just i have freedom to choose to do that or not do that but it's mm-hmm. like i am trying to be more free mm-hmm. in trying to live a life more united to christ by denying myself the things that i want mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. um denying myself those like momentary pleasure. Like I've I've been I've been told before it was like the explanation for um I think it was it was the explanation for I can't remember, but it was like you could have It was something. <laughs> I can't remember what the this analogy was used for, but it was something along the lines of like you could have the the momentary like bag of chips or you could wait and have the seven course meal mm-hmm. oh whoa, whoa. i think it was like i don't even know i can't remember what it was for <laughs> i think like uh, the big probably like, <laughs> probably like satisfying something now versus yeah, it, waiting for the greater reward right yeah. it's like, like if i try and force something to happen um it's like oh i could try and satisfy myself now now but it's like i won't be truly satisfied without Ooh, jesus wow yeah so it's like i could have the big You're like mac. where's that roast turkey <laughs> i could have the big mac right now yeah. but it's only gonna yeah. say or you could only have the bit. lettuce leaf you know you like, gotta wait for the yeah. whole thing to be made right don't know how that connected at all to what i was previously saying <laughs> <laughs> but it burger. popped into my head and i really needed to say yeah. it <laughs> that's a good point what are your thoughts on burgers peppa burger i was just thinking like I don't know, I've been thinking this for probably like 10 mm. minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. Let it all out. Yeah. It kind of relates to like, you know, getting a bag of chips now mm. and missing out on that spiritual Big Mac kind of yeah. thing. Oh, the yeah. Big Mac. Um, we, we were talking about last night how, you know, throughout life, it, it's like a chasm, you know, and there's yeah. like the two sides and the bridge in between. Mm-hmm. And throughout life, we are, you know, kind of going back and forth on this bridge. Like, which side will we choose? Um, yeah, yeah, it's side. like, which side are we going to choose? And we don't know how long the like, bridge. we have on that bridge, mm-hmm. you know? So you're going to end up on one side, and you don't know when that's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And you're there for eternity. And yeah. I was just like, dude, mm-hmm. being on There's the no... wrong side of that chasm is, like, a terrifying thought. Like, yeah. I... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, even the day we're born, we're given this very, you know... Big decision, you know, yeah. two yeah. choices. Well, and, and, and there's yeah. the kind of blessing side of it, too. If you think about it, you know, our life here on Earth is that time where there's that bridge between 
the two, not, not that you want to even have the option of the bad one, but again, the freedom to choose God, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To, to love him. And so we have this chance on earth in our life to pick the, the better of the two mm-hmm. options, you know? It's like if we live a good life as God wills us to live it, um, you know, then when that bridge, like, is broken, it collapses, when we die and go one way or the other, you know, it, there's kind of some something pretty cool about that. You know that if we've chosen well, we get to he- we get to go to heaven, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, we're du- we're like we've fought our battle. You know, here on earth, and you know, fought to live the good life. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of like motivates you in a bit, in in a way where, um, you know, it, it you you just gotta like push through. You know, and um, and just keep going like choose the right stuff you know yeah you know that kind of ties back into what we were talking about earlier it's like we nobody knows how long they're going to be here Mm -hmm. um yeah so you really do have to live in the moment yeah because you can't be like oh yeah you know i'll I'll probably live for another like six years i'll I'll, (laughs) I'll go shoot shoot someone and then confess it later Mm. like you you can't do that because you know i mean what if you went and tried to shoot the person they shot you it's like well shoot (laughs) (laughs) i'm dead now (laughs) (laughs) i'm dead now there's a door now sorry you really don't know how much time you have and you never want to be um on caught you know off guard Mm -hmm. and so we always have to strive for good and you know if we do fall which you know we all do um we we need to like run to the confessional man Mm -hmm. hit hit up that priest and be like yo i need help bro um be like i got you man it's like you you just got to be like in the in the good and personally i would recommend weekly confession because like i've been doing that Mm -hmm. for a while and it has changed my life Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy, or at least monthly, you know. Yeah. Like I, I, I'd say, yeah, bare minimum. If you haven't hit up the confessional recently, you know, now hit them your, up. They this won't is be your a, sign to go to confession. Yeah. Sign. You, you want to sign here? Let me put it up. Big words. This is the sign. God says sign. <laughs> <laughs> go to yeah. Yeah, because um, it can be. They won't judge you or anything going in. You know, that's it's, it's, it's a. Yeah. You know, you go yeah. in there, and when you go out, you're like, oh. You know, oh my God, the weight has been lifted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can go out there and beat up. No, uh, no, 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 you can't. You just got out of confession. <laughs> I, said, I said beat up evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, going to confession can be difficult, especially if you haven't gone in a really long time. Maybe, maybe you've never, you know, gone since your first confession. Mm-hmm. Confession, um, or maybe you're not a Catholic. Maybe you haven't gone to mm-hmm. first confession or anything like that. But you know, when you're going to confession, anytime it can be difficult to yeah. get going, like oh actually gosh, cross yeah. that doorway and yeah. confess your sins. Um, and even then, once you're in the confessional, to confess all of your sins, mm-hmm. you know, honestly. Um, but yeah, if you just grab a friend, grab a family member, mm-hmm. someone that you can say, hey, I want to go to confession, but like, you know, you come it too. isn't easy to yeah. do, you know, yeah. it's like, maybe they can, maybe you can find someone that kind of is like a buddy that can yeah. help you actually do it, you know, yeah, not just like keep it in your mind. An accountability buddy, if you yeah. will. <laughs> accountability buddy, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Teletubbies. <laughs> I have a couple thoughts. Yeah. 
Go on, Margaret. Thank you. <laughs> um, the first is that quote that I was obsessed with last season, mm. which is, to love you, oh Jesus, I have but today. That was what I was reminded of when Patrick was talking. Um, yeah, like, we don't want to get caught on the wrong side of the chasm, and we have no mm. idea how long we'll be on this bridge. So mm-hmm. if I only have today to live, then I hope I'm spending it loving Jesus mm-hmm. and serving him. Mm-hmm. Um, another thought I had was, yeah, like, confession is vulnerable the most vulnerable mm-hmm. that most people get in their yeah, lifetime mm-hmm. um and it's just important to know that one it's jesus sitting in that room not the priest he's in persona christi mm-hmm. in the person of christ um so yeah do we see do we physically see the priest yes but it's jesus working through the priest mm-hmm. um so just know that you're talking directly to jesus the second is there's nothing you're gonna say they haven't heard before (laughs) that is another thing they've heard it all and Mm -hmm. it's also if you go to somewhere like we do with saint james um the line on wednesday nights is super duper long so by the time that we get to mass father grassi there's no way he remembers what i said Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's like you don't have to worry about one the priest remembering what you said two the priest caring about what you said um <laughs> because well i mean caring in a way of yeah. like oh my it, gosh it's between like, you and god yeah he, right, he's yeah. not gonna view you differently it's just he wants to he's like oh there's yeah. this jerk again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. um you know I, I go to confession with father grassi most of the time unless mm-hmm. the line's like you know eight miles long I'm yeah, like, amen. Uh, I need to go, so i'm just gonna go to the other one um but he he's told me it's like you know it it's if anything going to confession makes the priest think better of you mm-hmm. because like oh, even though you wow. have all those faults you know you're trying to strong enough yourself. to admit those faults yeah. and yeah. you're striving to be better mm-hmm. so right. it's kind of like a like it's the opposite of what you would think happens you right. know it's like wow you can go in there that's and the cool. priest can be like oh my gosh like dude that's you're so cool. bad like, you know, <laughs> you're like get away from me bro um, <laughs> but it's actually the exact opposite he, wow. he's, you know, he's like really cool. so many people have two too less courage to actually yeah. make mm-hmm. that make that step through that doorway mm-hmm. that if you do make that step he's like wow you know this respect, is a strong man. individual yeah. respect right. there you go respect yeah. you absolutely know. He, I didn't like, think of it that like way. meme respect <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um deacon james was saying that on sunday at rcia because i'm not actually catholic but i'm on my way to becoming a catholic Ooh. so for those of you out there who are interested in catholicism and are not yet catholic um i feel you and, <laughs> and, and i'm there with um, i'm there with you but um yeah so deacon james is talking about he's like none of the priests are gonna are gonna see you in mass and be like the nerve of this day. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to see you like that. They're, you know, (laughs) the fact that you went to confession at all is, is, um, really, really important. And like, Mm -hmm. like Patrick was saying, it makes them respect you more. Mm -hmm. Um, and Maggie said something a while ago that was really interesting, not in the podcast, but, um, she said, you know, like when you walk out of confession, you're like eyelashes to eyelashes with God. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. that close to him. And it's like this sigh of relief. I have an experienced mm-hmm. confession. I'm really eyeball. excited yeah. to because I, I want to know that feeling. That's just such like a, yeah. a burden lifted off oh, of your yeah. shoulders. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So this is your sign to go to confession. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Reconciliation is, yeah. Meaning eyelash to eyelash, yeah. which is like how close we are meant to be with God. Um, like, cause God walked in the garden with Adam and Eve and it's just so cool. One of my favorite songs is called um, Abba by John Mark Pantana. And it says, like, I walk in the cool of the day with you. And so that's, like, right 
when dawn is happening and right when dusk is happening is the cool of the day. So when it's obviously cooler outside. And so that would be the time when Adam, Eve, and God would walk through the Garden of Eden together. And I just think that's just such a cool image that like we like don't have the opportunity to walk in the garden with God because we don't live in the garden anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But we do have the opportunity to be close to him um, after confession because we're eyelash to eyelash with him. And so it's like, how long can I stay eyelash to eyelash with God Mm -hmm. um, before I decide I want to turn around and Mm -hmm. walk away, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. which is what happens every time we sin. Mm -hmm. Um, But then something I was saying yesterday during Bible study was that it's just an absolutely precious gift to be able to receive the Eucharist because Mm -hmm. when you think about it, um, none of the Old Testament figures ever received Christ mm-hmm. in the Eucharist. So, like, they have no idea what it's like. And mm-hmm. there's, I, I think I read, like, a saint quote that was, I guess it, maybe it wasn't a saint quote. It was someone who said, no, maybe it wasn't. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore that last 10 seconds. <laughs> um, it's just wild to me that, like, we have this beautiful opportunity where heaven and earth meet mm, and people mm. don't care. <laughs> mm. And it's like a lot of people don't even believe in the true presence, yeah. mm. which is sad um, yeah. that like Jesus is truly on the altar, just sitting there and then we can consume him and people don't believe that it's actually him. Um, but it's the time when heaven and earth meet and it's the time where we get to receive our Lord in the Eucharist and be filled with him and be tabernacles. Um, mm. But it's just, sad when people don't see that but it's also cool because it's it's wild that we get to receive jesus and these people who are super holy and they're saints never received him mm. like abraham doesn't know what it's like no, to receive right. like. yeah even and they don't even know who jesus was yeah. i think that's the one thing that the angels are envious of oh because, that's what it is the because angels. we get to receive yeah. jesus in the eucharist but obviously they the angels can't. are spirits so they yeah. can't mm. so the angels are envious of us. us yeah are you kidding and me? they're straight up in heaven right in he- <laughs> yeah. they can see god yeah they get to hang out with god all the time but they and never just, get to but see they can't him. receive him that was the quote I was because talking about. we can only receive Thank him you. in the eucharist so Thanks. Well, i wanted My to pleasure. touch on the um not <laughs> basically the doubt you know mm. or, or the unbelief in you know the jesus being truly present in the eucharist um mm-hmm. that and just believing in god in general it goes back to having that choice. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't have that choice, then we can't freely choose to love God, you know? Mm-hmm. So if he, um, and that kind of goes in with, th- this is straight from, like, I think the Bible in a year from Father Mike Schmitz yes. or, or something. It was either that or the catechism. One. But <laughs> anyway, he was talking about it where, yeah, it's like, why doesn't God just, here I am. Like, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> okay. Chinese. 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 Olivia and I were talking about that during Bible study. Yes, it's yeah. so good. It's like, so why Highly doesn't he reveal himself entirely to us? Just give us all the answers. Yeah. Like, show us so that we can believe. And that's why. is because if we if he did that, if he's like, all right, I'm making it clear as day. You can't deny that I'm God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have all the answers, mm-hmm. you know. Then you don't have that choice anymore to mm-hmm. believe in him. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you can't not, you know? So mm. again, it's that freedom to choose and uh, choose to love him, you know, and believe him. Yeah. And on that note, it's like, I've gone through like a few stages in my life. It's like, if you would have asked me back in middle school, like my faith was like, not that strong. You know, it was like going to mass on Sunday. was more like a chore than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's kind of like, um, basically I went to public school for the majority of my school career. 
Um, and then halfway through my junior year, I dropped out and I finished high school um, through like a Catholic homeschooling thing. Mm. And um, I had classes on like the catechism and it was like Bible study class and apologetics. Um, and you know, just like going through those classes, it's like, you know, I basically can't deny that fact now. Like technically, yes, I can be like, oh yeah, no, God's not real. But just knowing those facts, it's like, mm -hmm. there's no way this isn't real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of like, I still have the choice, but I know, you know, that it's real. That makes me think of the catechism of the year when um, Father Mike Schmitz was talking about um, how science and religion aren't mm -hmm. opposites. They don't yeah. contradict each other. Um, they just ask different questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those questions, what you know, kind of why? weave this like beautiful basket of, mm -hmm. of, you know, what, what we are and all the answers. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah. So I went to public school for my whole education. Um, and it was definitely interesting to see some of the teachers even say that they were contradictory um, and to like, you know, have them pretty much, you know, try to disassemble yeah. religion. And mm -hmm. it just, it just doesn't make sense. They just ask different questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Anyone else want to do some closing thoughts? Anything they want to get out there the on the first there. podcast of the new season? Take a quick recap. It's your sign to go to confession. <laughs> yeah. And get yourself an accountability partner because yeah. like it makes all the difference mm -hmm. in the world. You know, just having that person like keeping you keeping you straight and you know, pushing you to go to confession and do other good things. And, so and why are you going to confession? Because right? yeah. you got to take that step back mm -hmm. and realize who we are as children of God, mm -hmm. striving to get to heaven, you know? Yeah. And bring others with you. Yes. And think about your identity in terms of, in terms of being a child of God. And it's really hard to do that. I know mm. speaking personally as well. Um, it's really easy to place my identity in something that falls away. Mm -hmm. um, but God doesn't fall away. Mm. Um, he is he is ever present so right yes well thank you all for tuning in i really appreciate you tuning into this new season we do and um mm -hmm. i hope you you um enjoy it you know because mm -hmm. we're gonna have a lot of new people on and yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun so yeah, oh yeah i hope you all enjoy it um, and have a blast this season mm -hmm. yeah and and Gaslit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I was gonna say a couple things before we. First off, um, stay tuned for next week. We are having some things in the work about sponsorship. So stay tuned for what coffee we're drinking next week. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll be here in time. Yeah. If not, two weeks from now. So just ignore what I'm saying. <laughs> um, just we are we are praying for you. Mm -hmm. We hope that you are having a wonderful. Wednesday morning mm -hmm. and week, you know. Yes, and yeah, yeah not absolutely. not just Wednesday morning. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, drink coffee, be Catholic. Catholic. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. See ya.